0: what is up everybody we're back with the magic and andrew mma betting show uh episode 48 i believe it is we have ufc 280 one of the biggest cards of the year taking place during the daytime on saturday main card starts 2 p.m eastern we have a couple of guests today one of which is late as all the other one we've got technical tim i believe this is your third time on the podcast so thanks for coming back man
1: oh yeah for sure and just so people know I think on Twitter I tweeted out the over-under on how late Gugabe would be was nine. and We're at six minutes now, so whoever bet the over, they might cash.
2: Which I think my official
1: prediction was like 12 or 14 or something.
0: (laughs)
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And then him showing up in a prison cell was minus 160, I said it out.
0: That that seems short to me, honestly. (laughs) Um, But as always, we're going to do best fight odds order. Start from the bottom of the card, work our way up to the top. First fight, um, Magic, as always, start us off. Lena Landsberg, big underdog to Carol Rosa. What do you think about this fight?
3: Uh, did, do I sound like correctly? I sound uh, awkward to myself. It's okay? You sound okay. Okay. Yeah, this is my favorite fight of the card. I cannot wait. No. I mean, this this is... Bullshit. I mean, this doesn't belong on this card. I don't get the reasoning, but I guess they have to fill the cards. Lina Lansberg is 40, if I'm not mistaken. Um, okay. Rosa has some holes in her game. Like, I think that Sarah McMahon, she probably learned a lesson there and has worked on some things. I guess a Lansberg win looks like her amazing Yasson fight where she can somehow get take on top control. I don't think it's going to happen. Not very interested on the fight. I have a little bit of Rosa inside the distance and late because I think she's going to fuck her up and she hits way harder than this other girl, Panikianza, than she was fucking her up. Like, Barrow almost had a miracle comeback somehow. I couldn't believe it, but she was getting fucked up. And Rosa, I mean, she has the finishing instinct of a penguin, basically, but I'm ready to lose my money here. Yeah, I think she's going to stop her late, so a little bit. Why not?
0: Yeah, um, I'm on Rosa too here. I played her at an early line, minus 225. I just think it's weird she was being priced the same as she was against Sarah McMahon, who's literally like an Olympic-level wrestler. Landsberg just passed it. I think Rosa should kind of roll with these here. The current line seems a little bit more about right. She's at like minus 335 now, which seems a little bit more fair than minus 225. Uh, Tim, you have any strong opinions on this one?
1: Um, I think she's the rifle favorite, um, Rosa here. It's like she has takedown upside, top control upside, and then even on the feet, I'd favor her. So she doesn't have to follow a game plan, which I think is good. Like, um, I think she's like a safer and I'm not just saying this because like Henry, you know, lost last week, but like just like pre-fight, I would have said like Rosa's a much better parlay leg at a similar price tag than henry because at least since i had like a grappling path to victory we're here it's like Landsberg has to win a split decision on the feet which i don't think is all that likely just because she's old and she didn't look good in her last fight so yeah like get uh, get on getting on that line early Rosa should be okay here.
0: cool and um we're gonna stick with you here Tim, for this next one malcolm gordon the uh, biggest underdog on the card taking on muhammad mikhayev do you think this one's as big of a squash match as the line
1: indicates um, I would never recommend, like, playing, you know, this big of a line just in general, you know, just in any MMA fight because, like, things can happen. Um, but Gordon's just not that very good. He's not a very good wrestler. His win against Bondar, even though he, like, had a little bit of boxing and a takedown success, he ended up getting put on his back and he's just kind of a a weird injury. And I, I what I was – I don't know how good Mikhaev – like, I want to hear you guys' opinions. I don't know how – I wanna see more of him and I feel like Gordon's not the guy to like test him. Like I wanna see him actually fight someone who can maybe limit his takedowns and make him strike a little bit. But I'm yeah. guessing he can get his grappling going. I will say he shot twenty six takedowns against Charles Johnson, which like shooting over twenty takedowns in a fight is just impressive because if you don't death gas, you know? <laughs> I'm like reading some of the comments that so I'm getting like. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, but I mean,
3: yeah, I mean, he's the rightful large favorite, but I'm not going to
0: throw minus 1200 here. Yeah, that's not for real, right? That's not him, right? Like, no way. Don't think so. Do you have any opinions on the Gordon fight? I know he's uh, not one of your favorites.
3: Gordon looks like he would die if I hit him. I'm totally serious. Like just once. Give me just one shot with the right. I I let him knock him out. I'm I'm dead serious.
0: Like does I he keep... get to put his hands up or anything?
3: Yeah, whatever he wants. This goes through the guard. <laughs> no, he's he's real. I mean, why is he fighting? If you cannot take a punch, you shouldn't be fighting. No disrespect, but he has the worst chin in the UFC. I mean, and I mean Mokayev, I agree with Tim that people are acting like he's some sort of god or the new habib i mean he's good but we have talked about this before his physicality is not older yet i don't think he's fully developed if that makes sense like he's he's very good but he doesn't have his man strength yet if that's what i mean i think he's going to be great at 28 29 but people are acting i mean he's always priced as, as if he was untouchable and that's not the case he should really roll here but would I be shocked if Malcolm Gordon somehow rolled a triangle or something crazy? Not really. Like, he's strong. He's strong. Oh. Yeah. Mokayev, I mean, he has, he has looked good lately, but look at the people he's faced in the UFC. One was the flying knee and the fight was done. And Charles Johnson is not a grappler. He's just like a greasy pig and he just yeah. hold, held him down. I mean, I think Mokayev is going to knock him out. I bet I bet it. It's a stupid line. Mok- Mokayev by submission, shouldn't be favored over knockout because Gordon cannot take a punch. I don't understand it. I get that that everyone expects Mokayev to grapple and he's going to grapple, but I just think he's going to touch him once and Gordon is going to melt like every fucking time. He's, he just cannot take a punch and Mokayev is going to do something stupid like a flying knee again and Gordon is going to go like he got shot with a barret. You know what I mean? Like he always does. But yeah. I see a lot of people that are going to parlay Mokayev inside the distance. Why are going to? Why are you going to parlay something that is minus two fifty when doesn't go the distance? It's basically the same price. Put some faith in Malcolm Gordon. He's <laughs> a black belt.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of faith, I had the faith that this man would eventually show up just in time. The over about oh, <laughs> The Gordon versus Messiah. but Grave, yeah, thanks for joining us. Only twelve minutes. A <laughs> Cashing the over for all the uh, all the sharp betters out there. How you doing? What do you think about this fight?
3: You to silence? There we go. Hello, hello.
2: With quality, with quality mic. The quality mic is iconic. Um, yeah, uh, it's actually great magic. It's is, not bad. All right. Lower,
1: lower. It's fine. That's weird. This mic is always awful. Like, every time. <laughs> what the fuck? The autism is, is
3: a strong in this one.
4: <laughs> oh, that's fine. It's level autism. Give me a sec. Let's hold my mics.
0: Alright, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> That comment <laughs> was good. I could um, I could touch on this fight real quick while we're waiting for Gugave to get his uh, microphone in check. Um, should <laughs> roll here. I think he might run into problems at some point. I just don't think this is a spot. You guys touched on it already, but Gordon's durability is not much. Makai should be better everywhere, better grappler, better striker. I think he rolls here. <laughs> Gugabe, did I buy you enough time to uh, get everything in order now? <laughs> Now I can't hear you at all.
4: Hey, better? Yeah, yeah. A little better, oh, yeah, yeah. All right.
2: Um... <laughs> oh, God. Bro, he,
3: he looks like he's flying a helicopter.
4: <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Okay, I okay. have Um submission scenario. It's like my. Yeah, you're like staticky too.
1: I feel like he plans to come in as a fish <laughs> every time. I'm muted. doesn't make. That's you. Now you
3: are muted. It was sounding like alright. I mean, not alright, but acceptable compared <laughs> to before.
0: <laughs> alright is being generous. That's
4: Anyway, um, have FKO. I will just do some technical. Um, I'll I'll continue to work on my technical issues in the background. Carry on.
0: Cool. Um, next, next fight. This one doesn't seem like as big of a squash match on paper. We got Armin Petrosyan taking on AJ Dobson. I'll start this one off. I bet Dobson, early price, like plus 210. I think this line's off. Petrosyan, really not much of a grappler at all. Dobson coming off a fight with Malcoon, who's a totally different stylistic matchup. I think Dobson has some athleticism upside, excuse me, athleticism upside, some grappling upside. Even if they just stand and trade, I think Dobson is – Hits hard enough that he could catch Petrosian. Petrosian a little bit better technically of a kickboxer. I just don't think it justifies minus 200 here. So, I'm on Dobson. Uh Tim, you on anything on this one?
1: I want to look a little more – like, I don't – Petrosian as a kickboxer is, like, pretty good if he doesn't get hurt, you know. Um, like, his his metrics have been good. He looked good against Gregor Rodriguez, but he did get hurt a couple times, you know, but, like, he's skilled. Um his get ups are okay, but he can get his back taken. We've seen that a few times. Um, I, I think he's a pretty good fighter, but Dobson, I just don't know how good he is. So like, he hasn't really fought that many good of people. Like I would favor Petroznian on the feet, even though with an outside chance of Dobson catching him. Um, I just don't how good of a grappler and like back taker is Dobson? Like I I haven't seen him do it to anyone good, so I feel like I was going to look a little more at his take. Does anyone have any thoughts? Because I feel like he's going to need that to have, like, a higher chance to win.
0: Yeah, so I, I personally think he's a decent wrestler. I don't think his top game is anything special. Yeah. I, th- I do think him mixing in takedowns, though, might be enough to sway rounds that are otherwise pretty close. I I mean, Gregory Rodriguez, that fight should have went the other way, in my opinion, decision-wise. And even if it – Yeah, yeah.
2: It was Did close. He didn't
0: really take his his prime path to victory by forcing the grappling there. I think he could have um, he could have there. But yeah, there's a lot of question marks on the Dobson side. I'm just willing to steer into the variance at plus two hundred. So that, that's my take on it, at least. Fair enough. Uh, Magic, what do you think about this one?
3: Yeah, at first I was like Petrosian is going to knock him out, but then I watched the tape back and I'm embarrassed in myself by betting. This guy, I even forgot his name, Dobson by decision is oh, a gigantic number, like plus 700. This is becoming a classic, the the massive number decision bet. Yeah, I mean, this guy is not going to submit Petrosian. He submitted that guy in Contenders, made me a lot of money. It was like 20 to 1, that history teacher or whatever that was, that was dying and then he synced in a rear naked joke. Okay, great job. But... Um, Petrosian survived Borraio on his back for a long, long time. And that's yeah. a much, much better Jiu-Jitsu player. I think he can get enough time on top to, even if we lose, make the bet look valuable. And we, we know that that's, the, that's what matters. Getting value and parading it around on Twitter, not winning bets. And I think Dobson is going to get me that look where I get the value. Nah, I think it's a good number for a decision. I don't think he's going to end Petrosian. If he cannot uh, mix in the takedowns, he's probably going to die on the field. I also think that people are putting too much on the last uh, Dobson fight. But I mean, he fought the greatest of all time in Mamba Malkoon, so I big big market overcorrection. I don't know. When When are people going to learn? The Mamba is coming for the bet. I
0: all told right, you here last week. He did. Um Gugabe, I'm a little scared to pass it to you, but I guess I don't have a choice. So take it away.
4: <laughs> hello, hello. You good. Oh wow.
3: There we go. Mambo, Mambo, Sierra, Charlie, Bravo.
4: All right. <laughs> so Malcoyne is already the lineal champ. He used to devastate Whitaker in the gym. Um, yeah, I mean it just makes sense. But otherwise, um, yeah, Dobson. I think this is the pass. Like um, Arman is not in the best mix with Marshalls. But Dobson doesn't really have much beyond the big bonk. I just, like, yeah, Armin is kind of hitable enough. I wouldn't want to take him at this price, but never had him. Just like, what does the Dobson win really look like outside of a kind of fluke KO kind of a thing? Particularly after he gassed so badly. Like, Armin will drive tempo.
3: Apparently, his record is fake.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
4: Trojans. Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't shock me. kickboxing. He's, he's, uh, well, he still seems competent, though. Know? Like, I mean, yeah. you know, he's probably he looks, added he like right. twenty random fucking wins. So yeah, but does that really matter?
3: No, I mean he looked alright against Rodriguez. I think that's a good metric for your value at at middleweight right now. And he he looked alright. I think he lost, but he looked he looked competitive.
4: Yeah, and like oh, Rodriguez is what top five skilled middleweight. When you yeah, obviously like fragile and has his issues, but like in terms of, like pure skill, he's up there.
1: He's yeah. up there.
0: Ugabe, while your mic's sounding all right, I'm going to stick with you. Um, this this one is going to test me on my pronunciation. Abubakar Nermagomedov taking on Godzi Omar Godziev. What do you think of this one? And also, shout out to me for nailing that.
4: Um, don't really think much of it, to be honest. Abubakar Abub, Abub, um, Nermagomedov is <laughs> reasonably competent. He seems to have a bit of a shit bed tendency, historically. But, on the other hand, Omar's Omar just kind of like... I felt like he probably got a little bit unlucky against Ferrello. Not that he wins anyway, just... I think he just had some issues and got sort of in the poor side of some back takes. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of just... I'm, I'm reasonably happy at the price, personally. Maybe live betting might be the thing, but... um I have no strong opinions at the current price, particularly after like, even like itdg. It's like no can hurt people, but also has like fuck all killing thing. Like that gooden fight was ridiculous. He didn't finish. He hadn't hurt like four times. But whatever. Uh, Magic, yeah, anything here?
3: I think I, I was trying to like investigate if there was some sort of beef here b- between different mafias or something because I was surprised <laughs> about the booking. I, I was I was looking about it, but you apparently not. But Gatshev is from Moscow, so and um, not doesn't live in Dagestan. So I, I will dig into it, but I'm sure this is like a, a mafia fight, for sure, <laughs> just official.
0: Yeah, you'll have to let everyone know on Twitter if you
3: find anything. <laughs> I think Abubakar is a fraud. I have bet against him a lot. I bet him against Jared Gooden, and man, he didn't, I bet him to finish Jared Gooden. What are you doing, bro? The guy was. He did his best to not finish the fight. He hurt Wooden, like like Bugabe said, 300 times. Um, he has been stopped in all his three losses. He kind of shits the bed. He pulls stunts when he loses. And Omar Gatsiev is a crazy, crazy guy. He hits hard. He's willing to roll Nibars. You don't see that very much from Dagestan guys. He has that Brazilian in him, you know what I mean? Like in the Contender Series, that was great. The guy has the best position in MMA and decides to roll for a ibar and gets it. Amazing. I think if you are going to play something, on Gatshev inside the distance, around plus 400, it's a pretty good look here. I don't understand the line. I think it should be closer. Maybe Omar Gatshev's favorite. He's coming down in weight. He's going to be bigger. I don't know. I feel like the, this could develop into different ways. You know, I'm not really sure how the fight is going to look, but that's the, the side I, I would like to be on.
0: Yeah, you, you know that. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's one of those high-variance fights. I just don't really have a great feel for it. I don't think the uh, Barajo fight was a great representation, probably, of what Omar Ghazia yeah. is. I'm, I'm kind of just looking forward to letting this one play out. Uh, Tim, do you have any bets on this?
1: I want to tape it. Like, I, I, you know, I know both guys and everything. I'm, I'm behind on tape on this one. But I – like, Nurmagomedov isn't as good as his relatives. <laughs> <laughs> but he he still looked okay versus good and he can he, he's like competent as a kickboxer and he can win takedowns here and there like he's not you know he's not nearly as good as his like cousins and everything but um like i don't know i i, I picked baraglia i think for the upset in that fight and i, I don't know i just didn't think i actually looked that good but i do want to tape it a little bit i just don't like that he got controlled for 10 minutes and i don't consider him that great of like a kickboxer either you know i don't know um but no like strong opinions really and i do want to look into it a little bit more
0: cool um well i'll stick with you for this next fight we have Zubaira at tukagov taking on
1: lucas almeida um what do you got here um almeida i mean he looked dangerous against trezano you know and to Zubaira, like I always get a little nervous with him on the feet. He, he doesn't throw enough volume. So, like, on the feet, I think Almeida's alive. Um, what do you I, – I would ask, like – I'll ask you, Gabe, on this. Like, what do you think the chances are of Zubaira out of grappling? Like, have you been watching, like, Almeida's defensive grappling at all?
4: Um, it's not great, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, his okay. defensive grappling is not great. Like, the chances are high. Um, yeah. yeah, like, that's pretty much the fight. If I want to
3: grappled by by Sukov, I mean, come on.
4: Okay, yeah. fair. Um, yeah, I wouldn't play Takugov at minus one sixty because he's a gassy kind of idiot. But yeah. Almeida can't defensively grapple. Maybe around three prop or something because like Tukugov does get tired. But for sure. Yeah, I, I just uh, Almeida has to outlast him. I, or Tekugov has to just decide to be an idiot today, which is very possible. Yeah.
1: What what do you think, like,
4: I feel like the crowd is going to be on this, like, t-
1: like I actually think that matters, like, the crowd influence, you know, like, on hometown fighters. Like, I really do think it does. Some people don't think it does. But, like, when people are cheering <laughs> for one guy, I feel like it matters. And that could help, you know, Zubaira in a decision like, for sure.
3: You think uh, Belal is going to try to throw a punch at this time?
2: Who? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe not
0: you know you know what it might actually impact is if to is if zubair is on top like in full guard and a when if the crowd was booing they might stand them up yeah no for sure yeah
1: it matters man like i I don't see like because i've seen people say like that doesn't matter but there's been fights for like i think john dodson getting round two against nathaniel wood like he ended up finishing him later so he rightfully won the fight like him getting that round was because the New Mexico crowd was like cheering. He got out. He got
4: like doubled up. It, like Nathaniel Wood won that round. Yeah. Yeah. That was round one. And if I recall correctly, there was some round, round, round ten thousand in hindsight. <laughs> there is some round. I don't know.
0: Uh Magic, what do you think about this fight?
3: Honestly, I think Tukov should be a much bigger favorite.
0: Yeah, me too.
3: Like minus four hundred or something like that. I think he can grapple him pretty much at will. Yeah. And I get that Tukov cool. has got tired in some fights. Not all. Against Ramos. Against Ricardo Ramos, he looked all right. He kind of gassed in, in the fight against uh, the Canadian guy. Min Hakim. Hakim Dawodu. But, I mean, Almeida is a gasser. He gassed in contenders. And in the Trichano fight, I had a bet on Trichano and I was feeling pretty good. I actually thought he was going to get finished, not the other way. And he suddenly fu- fucking killed Michael Trichano. <laughs> but I don't think he looked particularly good. It was a war and he was gassing. I, I actually think Tukov is going to knock him out. Like, this guy is super hitable. And Tukukov is sneaky, powerful, has a big right hand. And yeah, in Abu Dhabi, maybe he goes for it a little bit more. I think Tukov is a solid parlay like here. I may be wrong, but I think he's going to dominate.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. If you watch, if you're considering betting on Luz Almeida or betting on this fight at all, or do, do, do one of us have an echo or am I the only one getting that?
3: Yeah, but it's not me.
4: I, don't hear it. I think it's tim i'm muted. so try now
0: yeah okay um if you're considering betting on almeida go back and watch his fight with nicholas cacuccio and that's his fight before the contender series with zell huber I mean, dude, it looks like bat, like F minus grappling. Like he's getting taken down and held down over and over and over. zubair might literally be three takedowns away from winning the fight, even on the feet. I mean, the the Huber fight didn't exactly age well for Almeida. Tukagov looked pretty good against Ramos. I don't know. I think he should be a bigger favorite here. I, if I had to guess, I think he's just gonna wrestle him pretty easily. So I bet Tukagov, I think the line should be more like minus two hundred, minus two fifty. Um ch- 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 Krylov versus O'zdemir, I'll kick this one off. I thought I would like Krylov a little bit more going into tape. But on the way out, I actually feel like Oz- very unpassionately that O'zdemir's the side. I think it might just be a sloppy fight. Maybe the under is not bad if you get like minus 150, I haven't bet it, but that'd be my one play. I I think this fight's a little going to be a little messy if it plays out down the stretch. I get why Krylov's a favorite. He probably has some grappling upside, but just not interested. Uh Magic, what do you think about it?
3: Yeah, I hate Ousdemir. I have always hated him. For various reasons. Reason number one, I bet him against Daniel Cormier. Great bet. (laughs) Reason number two, he's... I don't know, he's difficult to look at. He's fucking ugly. I don't like him for some reason. And I also think he's kind of a stupid guy. Do you know what I mean? Like passive-aggressive moron. I actually think he went back to train in Europe. Not because he wanted, but because he beat someone up in a bar. And cannot go there anymore or something like that. I yeah, think, I'm pretty sure course. that's that's the story. And his girl was like, oh yeah, he's very protective. I think he killed he killed a drunk or something. <laughs> like not killed but like beat him up good. And yeah, Krylov, grappling upside, could be the bigger puncher in the fight too, and I think he's quite bigger than him physically. I like Krylov to finish the fight. I mean when krilov wins he he finishes. Except when he's fighting Johnny Walker, who gets finished by everyone, but not Krylov, and loses me four figures. But yeah, he he usually finishes fights. So yeah, I like Krylov inside the distance. I like sub, submission, but it's a it's a very a little bit short of a line for a fight that probably becomes a banger early. Krylov inside the distance plus one fifty is all right in my opinion.
0: Uh, Tim, you, you agree with that, or do you think uh, Ozdemir is the side?
1: Uh, I think I think the line's about right. Like I think. I think Krylov's, like, mildly better everywhere. So, like, I, I still think Ozimir could win a competitive fight. But, like, I, I just feel like Krylov is... And, and, you know, and when you get two pretty heavy hitters, shit can happen. But um, I think Krylov's a better submission grappler. I, But I also don't... If there's, like, a 100 fights, I feel like Krylov could get grappling going in some of them. But in one fight, I would probably say probably not, you know? Because the... Uh, <laughs> Like, I don't know if that makes
3: sense or not. <laughs> That's some solid <soluble> analytics here.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to think about it that way, you know? And then, like, 86% takedown defense for Ostemir, Um, But when he has gotten his back taken before, he, he can have issues. Um, I will say, Oztemir on the feet, even against, like, Craig. Like,
3: Craig he looked like shit.
1: Of, what?
3: Don't you think he looked like shit? I was, I was yeah. watching that fight and it was awkward because I was like, Craig should just, just strike with him because he's looking good. Like, stop pulling guard because he was hitting him. That was a very awkward fight.
1: Yeah, It, it was really weird. And, and like, Krylov, um, I, I forget the exact numbers, but he outlanded Ankoliyev on the feet. I think it was like something like 46-29. But Ankoliyev went to grappling and rightfully won the fight. But, like... On the feet, I'd probably favor Krylov mildly, too, just because I feel like Ozdemir just looked worse on the feet lately, I think. Um, and I just feel like Krylov can hurt him. Like, Krylov's pretty fucking dangerous. And on, on the feet, like, Krylov can crack. Um, yeah. So I just think he's mildly better everywhere. I think he's the rifle favorite.
0: Gagabe, you going with Krylov or you got um, – I literally just forgot the other guy's name, Ozdemir. I was going to say Craig for a second.
4: Uh, yeah, Team Krylov. Um, he's an idiot. Again, it's like Tokugov for me, where I think it was like a plausible minus four hundred win for the Russian, but an idiot and kind they're of, kind of inconsistent. Like Krylov mixes the marshals better everywhere. Seems to be a better athlete. ozdemir has got eighty six percent takedown defense, but if you go to fight metric and check the Paul Craig fight, he defend. He went. Craig wins. Yeah, zero. yeah. So. I mean, Krylov is
3: fucking the massive. I think... Yeah, Ozdemir is not very big. <laughs> like I think Krylov is going to look like a giant next to him.
4: Honestly, I think Krylov. Yeah, again, if Krylov could stop being an idiot for five minutes, I think he could have actually go around. Like, yeah, he's in terms of all-round skill. Atlas, I mean, he's like yeah, I mean, top but five-ish.
3: you cannot trust yeah. him to to not. Strike. I agree. I mean, I, I took him by submission against Gustafsson, and he decided to commit a murder. That was yeah. not fun. I was like, oh, he's going to do him like berdoom so easily and he goes like you are deaf. I can't
4: I I feel like Krylov's finishing is very front loaded because he either comes out absolutely fucking insane or he doesn't. And you know, it goes distance plus one sixty. Mm, that custom is tough, but also it's just like if Krylov's gonna go nuts, I'm gonna feel like an idiot. So pass. Like I think Krylov's capable of covering big numbers here. I just I just don't trust him to A grapple and B pace himself. The, the upside is high, but the downside is all... I, how does this fight happen in is hindsight favorite? That's my main thing.
3: Yeah, so 20 units, krylov
4: <laughs> No, I don't I think fast, because I, I, just, I just don't see the upside in Ozdemir. I just, I just I just struggle to see how this fight goes, and we're just like, oh, Ozdemir was minus 200 hindsight, because the grappling hole... I don't bad.
3: know, maybe super low volume striking match, where, I don't know, yeah, krylov gets
4: hurt
0: or something yeah, awkward? I don't see it either.
4: Yeah, but that would
0: be a split. So, Anyway. Um, Kyle Barajo taking on Mahmoud Muradov. I can kick this one off because this is one of my my strongest opinions on the card. I like Muradov a lot. I bet him at an early price, like plus 220 or something like that. I think it's just a big overcorrection. He was just like minus 600 against GM3 like a year ago, and now he's a big dog against Barajo. Barajo definitely has the grappling upside, but on the feet, I think Muradov is – significantly better. Boralho, I don't like his striking defense. I think he's hittable. I don't think it's a blowout on the feet, but I do think you have to favor Muradov there. And I don't think he's going to blow Muradov out in the grappling. Like, Muradov lost to GM3. Yeah, GM3's a good, solid grappler who – was a plus 400 underdog in that fight. I just think it's a big overcorrection here. I think Muradov is going to stuff some takedowns. Baralho kind of just shoots ahead on double leg, and he might get it a couple times, but I don't think he really does anything special in terms of his takedowns. His top control is pretty good. It's not like it's going to be an insta-tap on the mat. wouldn't surprise me if Muradov worked back to his feet. I also like the over in this fight. I I bet it at minus 185, uh, over one and a half. I think if Baralho does get him down, again, like I said, not insta-tap on the feet. Neither of these guys seem particularly fragile. Both pretty durable. Um, so, yeah, I like Muradov in the over. Uh, curious to hear what you guys think. But Magic, why don't you go first?
3: Yeah, I think Borayo is a better grappler than GM3, bro. Like, all around. I mean, GM3 has some serious issues getting people down. <laughs> I Maybe not on the mat, but Borayo is extremely athletic, strong, and gets people down. Like, he makes it work. And GM3 cannot take down a potato. Like, those are the facts. He, he, he plays dead, he does possum. you know what I mean? He, he pretends he's dying so people follow him down and then he reverses or does some awkward GM3 shit. He's the greatest of all time. But yeah, Borrayo can take you down and I think he's going to get him down. And I, I won't be surprised if this is like an insta up scenario if he gets stuck his back because Murado of jiu is non-existent. That was a really bad look. Every time in the past he has been on, on bottom, he has looked bad. I think he's more spectacular than good. I like him. He's a good athlete powerful, but he's more spectacular than good, in my opinion. Now, I thought I would parlay Borraio here. I have not, because I think if Borraio is covering his line, it means he's on top, and I like Borraio by submission. It's like plus 450, plus 400. I think that's a good look.
0: Yeah, uh, Gugabe, you seem to be on the same page as me in terms of GM3's grappling versus Braho's grappling, so what do you make of this fight?
4: Um, the GM3 fight, in my opinion, is like, it shows how, however the sort of gra- betting back end of the sport works, it's very sort of power rankings based. Like, if GM3 just goes down in 60 seconds, like he almost did, everybody's like, ah, oh, fucking Muradov, minus 10 billion, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like GM3 picked the one game plan he had to win. He had to die to force off <laughs> to...
3: But that's always his game plan.
4: It is, but like, it works waves at the time. Like, I, I just feel like people don't understand how fast you gas if somebody's, like, you hit them that hard. Because, like, was like, fuck yes, I can land everything I've ever wanted to land on this man. He does almost KO him, but he just cardio jumps. And it's like, yeah, it was kind of embarrassing, but, I don't know, people are stupid. Like, yeah, he would have done the same thing to Kimaya if he hadn't been um, stopped early. Like, Not really. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think, like...
3: If Jack Hermanson is riding you like a whore, Chimaev is going to do bad things to you on top. That's my Damn opinion.
4: Chimaev would have gotten pulled into the main shot, this.
3: Yeah, I don't think so. I think like Chimaev can beat like five GM3s in a row in one night.
4: Yeah, the, it's, it's it's the adventure of a lucky GM3. The lucky GM3 could be. The way. <laughs> <laughs> it's again, it's, yeah, it's 20%. Anyway. um. Well, what was I talking about? Um, Muradov, yeah, money line, don't mind the side. Took some plus 200, don't mind that. Um, Baralho's submission was plus 550 and Ko was plus 300. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, it didn't make any sense that Ko was narrower than submission because, like, yeah, I guess he could high roll some karate shit, but he's not really that great a striker or anything like that. Um, so I took some, some, some Barello sub. Um, Yeah, should be competitive. Um, I'm I'm, I'm not 100% convinced by the guy. I think Muradov's a bit overhyped. His UFC performance has been inconsistent. Like, the Sanchez performance was incredible. Everything else has been kind of mid. Like, he went to absolute war with um, Chirico. Um, Smith was fine, but like, Trevor Smith. Yeah. I don't know. Should be good.
0: And we seem pretty divided here.
1: So what are your thoughts? Uh, like, I've agreed with, uh, like, different things people have said. I do agree with Magic. The subline is, like, the bet of this fight, in my opinion. It's, like, a big number. Like, it, um, what I think of on the feet, I, I feel like Muradov has, like, he's more lethal on the feet. Like, I think he has, like, higher upside to, like, land and whatnot. But Boralio is really good at just limiting engagements. So, I don't think it will be, like, that easy. Like, Boralio is still competent. He has that, like machida style um limit engagements but i do think if it stays on the feet Murdoch Murdoff can win i had noted that Murdoff had good had untested takedown defense but i still thought it was pretty good before that gm3 fight i do think his takedown defense is still good and a lot of why he got taken down was because he was tired and hurt like i mean gm3 went after him like that that was crazy like they both were hurting each other so i don't And what I'm worried about with Baraglio is he doesn't push a pace like that in the striking to where Murdoch probably won't be tired defending takedowns. So, like, maybe Murdoch can stop the takedowns. But I feel like Murdoch on the mat, like, I did not like how quick he tapped man. So, like, the thing is it could just be one takedown, and it could be a round or a wrap, you know, for Baraglio. So that's kind of my thoughts. Like, I I really think it's just going to depend on – can't (sighs) – like, Meridoff just has, like, his margin for error, you know? It's kind of scary just because I, I don't trust him once he's actually grounded. I do think he's a good – he has good takedown defense, and I do think a lot of it was because he was tired. But I'm just worried, man. I didn't think it was a, a, a good look, the way he got his back taken, and he just kind of – I feel like – I don't know. Like, is tough to sub. Gregory Rodriguez couldn't sub him. So, like, Boralio riding his back, I think – I feel like Mur- Murdoff's much more susceptible to getting sub here, But is he gonna be tired defending takedowns? Can he defend it? I don't I don't know. I so I pick Baraglio by sub personally.
0: Cool. Um next up an- another big question mark in terms of grappling. Sean Brady taking on Bilal Muhammad. Uh Tim, I'll stick with you with this
1: one. Um one, one line that I love here, and if you guys don't know. Uh, what do you think right now? So, bet online, you can't get a ton of action on it, but they're doing individual rounds, like who wins the round. And what do you think round three is here?
3: How does that work? You have to get two yachts or what?
1: So, if it doesn't happen, like the round, let's so say if you have a round three um, and it, it just like finishes early, it's a push. If someone gets finished, obviously the guy who got the finish wins. And if it's completed, it's just there's going to yeah, be a two, win. Two to win, right?
3: What's up? You get two yaches, you win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they like, look at, yeah. So
1: how you would think it would be. So
3: you and you are betting Belal round three?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Like, it's minus 115. And I, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, minus 115. I don't know. Like, I feel like Bellals cardio is so much better. But I think Belal's a side here, personally. Like, I thought that keep, like, unless Brady's catching body triangles, I feel like Bilal's a better striker, and I just feel like Brady, against Kiesa, if he doesn't just catch that second body triangle, I think he was going to get beat. And so I do like Bilal live a little more and kind of some of his, like, round three stuff because um, I could see Brady getting off to a start. But I, I think at – I think minus 140 Brady, I don't know. Like, I, I, Bilal isn't that easy to grapple, and I just feel like he's got a good chance – win here um i didn't bet it but i, I i'm going to like see it as much as i can get on that round three prop because i love that i don't think it should be minus 115.
3: uh
0: magic what do you think about this one
3: yeah so currently i have nothing on the fight i'm like going back and forth i think it's either going to be like extremely com- i'm getting some eco. i think it's still <laughs> i think it's either going to be extremely competitive or Brady minus 500, you know what I mean? Like, if Brady can get takedowns, I think he's going to mold him. Like, get body triangles and just ride him. And I I don't, I'm not really sure what to make of the guy yet, because Jake Matthews just melts. Like, once every three fights, he's going to melt. It's like the seasons, you know? You have four seasons in the year. Jake Matthews melts once every three fights. Uh, The Michael Kiesa fight, I mean, he looked... Very good, I would say, against a good grappler. He got uh, basically killed every time they were on the feet, but I think the, his nose exploded in round one. I don't know what happened because he didn't get punched. I think he headbutted Kiesa and he hit the, the shoulder or something, but his nose exploded while he was on top, and I think it was a big factor in the fight. So yeah, I'm curious to see how the fight goes. I think Brady has big favorite upside, but I, w- I wouldn't be shocked if Belal just drags him into his kind of fight, but I strongly suspect Brady is retarded strong and he can get takedowns. Like, he gets some takedowns that are impressive, man. And I think he's a better grappler. We don't really see Belal on bottom normally. I think Brady can teach him a lesson on top. So I-, I don't know what I'm going to do here. Brady, by submission, is tempting. Let's see what every book opens it at, but... Right now I have nothing, but I I may end up having something. I think Brady is going to win.
4: Uh, Gugabe, what do you think about this fight? Um, I think live bet Muhammad's probably my lane again. It gives you five minutes of info. Let's see how the grappling's going. If he's getting fucked up, just pass. Um, Brady's weird to me. Like his wins have either have aged horribly or just kind of feel a bit irrelevant, where he just grappled people who just can't grapple. Um, Jake Matthews, again, like he's in, he's currently in the big win, the big flashy finish win part of his cycle. Next, he'll be in the surprisingly tepid decision over minus 1,000, fa- over somebody he's a minus 1,000 favorite against. And then he'll get finished in round three in the fight after that. It's a beautiful cycle. Um, he's very insane down here in Australia. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, Brady's,
4: I mean, I do agree Brady's nose seemed to impact him a lot against Kaiser. Like his cardio against McGree, yes, McGee outlasted them. McGee McGee outlasted them in a crazy war. He didn't outlast him. Like yeah, you know, the Kaiser fight, he barely worked even round one. Um, yeah, but Kaiser, yeah, you Kaiser know, probably does beat him without the body triangles. But also, it's like did he just high roll? It was a punch that did it, but it was one of like three punches in round one. Like Kaiser literally only landed three strong, three strikes in round one, and like one of those three strikes. I, I
3: don't know, like, his nose may be compromised. I really don't know what to make of him, because in the Jake Matthews fight, he was, like, bleeding bad from the nose, too, and nothing was really happening. Hmm. So, yeah, Jake I don't Jake know. Uh, I, I think he had batted his shoulder, because he, like, took him down, nothing happened, and then he, he had a mad return, and his nose had exploded, and nothing happened in between, so I'm not sure what happened. I think
4: fighting Jake Matthews takes a physical toll on you.
3: Yeah, and um, mentally. If you follow him on Twitter, you take you you have a mental toll. On Twitter <laughs> on Twitter now, like he's going insane. He's going full Andrew Tate. I don't know what's going on.
4: It has been an interesting arc in Jake Matthews' experience. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm confident one day Jake Matthews becomes champion. It's gonna be fucking funny. Somehow.
3: Like in Bellator?
4: No, mate. UFC. UFC is gonna <laughs> Bellator is gonna eat, eat all of UFC's fighters and just be Jake Matthews left. Jake Matthews versus Bell Muhammad trilogy for the belt incredible <laughs> but, yeah um i'm oh, sorry yeah. ahead. but i like that um yeah andrew
0: yeah i agree like this is one. i of those- hate that <laughs> first of all i hate that <laughs> listen i'm not letting my personal biases get involved here that being said i think sean brady has the Big moments upside on the feet. Bilal is probably a better minute winner, but I think this fight's going to come down to the grappling. Brady's strong. I think he's probably going to land more takedowns than Bilal. But again, Tim, you made the point earlier. Bilal has better cardio than Brady. I'm not confident in either side here. I'm picking Brady to win, but I, I have no interest in playing like minus 140 or whatever he is. If, it, yeah. if he was like pick him or plus 100, like maybe I'd do it. But yeah, I'm, I'm not interested in this line. Um, the the reason you've all joined us today is to talk about Caitlin Chukegian versus uh Mano Firo. Uh Magic, this is your type of fight, so start us off. Yeah, I'm
3: like I really want to like Chukegian, like as a character. Like he she's fine. She looks like a good person, you know what I mean? But she she her fighting style makes her fucking unlikable. Like I, I cannot take it anymore. It's like the female Arlovsky. And he, she gets all the fucking decisions. Like, I know you bet against Rivas, and you were going at me on Twitter. That was a horrendous decision. Like, Rivas got robbed.
0: Yeah, every, funny, 100%. every fight percent got, got, got robbed in every fight. No, yeah. I bet here i Rivas, so all. that
3: not <laughs> Don't be like people on Twitter. People on Twitter tell me this all the time. Like, I may have someone inside the distance, and it doesn't happen. And then I score it for them, and they are like, yeah, you, but you bet on them. No, I didn't. And giving them the decision doesn't look my losing better look better or something. People are fucking stupid. Horrible decision. Everybody knows Andrew is a not, notably bad scorer. So yeah, to my point, um, this is over for again. Like this time it's not happening. Like the hood, hood. I don't think Moaning scores in Saudi Arabia or Abu Dhabi or whatever the fuck this is. Like it's not it's not going to score there. The yachts, the judges are going to be wearing hats and everything, you know. It's not going to work here. This is not this is not Las Vegas. So yeah, 3027 27 Fiorot, easy money. I'm not betting it because Chukayan is going to drag Fiorot into her type of fight, striking from 17 feet away. But Fiorot is just like Chukayan on steroids. She's more active. She hits harder. And Chukayan has underrated wrestling, but I don't think it's going to work against the walking roid from France. I think she's strong in the clinch and Chukayan, Chukayan is not going to lay down and go for, for a fucking double leg. <laughs> Like, if if she's getting nagging down, it's from the clinch, so I think Fiorot is going to win convincingly. I wouldn't be shocked if Fiorot, like, kicks her in the liver very hard, because I think Chukagian is soft to the body and stops her or something, but, yeah, I'm not going to bet bet Fiorot to stop Chukagian plus 370. Not not a playable line, in my opinion. It's a pass, but I think Fiorot is going to win more or less convincingly. You
4: yeah, about the same. Fiorro seems a bit, bit bit more athletic. Um, good kickboxer. Um Chukagian's always in fights, like plus two hundred on Chukagian against anybody who isn't Shevchenko is probably the side. Um like he just does a lot and Fior will do a lot and you never know the judges. Um I surprised Magic doesn't get on bail with Chukagian. I think they like all the same content on Twitter and that kind of stuff. Um <laughs> <laughs> That was good <laughs> Uh,
3: People are not going to get that one. That was like too sucked uh, I
4: think that's gonna be. Can we get like is anybody in the comments um get that one? Yeah, I think we got some.
3: Yeah, you should explain the joke.
4: Uh, uh <laughs> I felt, is this deep MMA lore? law. Um, I, actually, why not? Um, Chukagian <laughs> went on a liking rampage of as Feige has just said BBC porn. Um, the outputs of certain interracial um, channels, the counts, whatever you want to say. And people were like, Were you hacked? And she said, No, I was definitely not hacked. And everybody was like, Fair enough. It's good it's sex positive.
3: Yeah, but and... it, it went on for like days. And then she was she was like, I got cut <laughs> <laughs> And I people thought, were I like, thought... No, you you won it <laughs> I thought
4: I thought she like I thought she like owned it from memory. I can't remember. Anyway, um, she can clearly take uh she can clearly take a beating. She go, that, actually, fuck! That was poorly phrased.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> you guys are gonna get kicked off on YouTube, man. Yeah, we're done. Hope everyone enjoys it's
3: our last. Doing, video. This one is doing number.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> that was very poorly phrased. <laughs> Andrew, what are your thoughts on this fight?
0: Yeah. um <laughs> Thanks for teeing me up. There, really nice. I, I thought I would like Chukagian more going into tape, but upon review, I think Firo's going to win. I think she's just a better version of Chukagian. I think she's bigger. I think she's stronger. I think she could mix in takedowns here. I, I've heard some rumors that um, Chukagian's going to look to grapple here. I don't know. Maybe she gets it going. We haven't really seen Firo tested in that department, so I'm a little hesitant to lay minus 200 on it. It was like minus one hundred and fifty-ish. I'd probably get involved, but minus two hundred seems about right to me. So I'm comfortable passing. I think it likely goes to a decision, which Firo wins pretty comfortably. Uh, Tim, you have any uh, strong conviction here?
1: I mean, I don't know if I can add anything after the inside of Gugabe, but I, um, no, I agree. Like I, I think you never know when the judges get involved. And Shokhini is still so competent, but I think Firo should be all right. And um, she. Her metrics have been good, and I think she's more likely to land takedowns. Like she's a, she's very physical. Like she's not a great wrestler, but she's physical, and she like understands the uh, basics. But um, I also think she counters very well. And Chikaeve kept getting, she even on the feet versus Reboss, like she was kind of getting tagged by counters. Yeah, she, she was later. kind,
3: she was kind of losing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought it was really close. Like, I, I didn't have strong opinions on who won, but I was really surprised on, like, how, I thought Rebus could have grappling success, but I, she was having striking success. Even though Chikage and outlanded her barely, it was, like, really competitive. Um, and I think Firo, like, and, and I'm not, like, going after either of you here. I thought it was, like, a sp- classic split decision, you know? Um, but, yeah, I think Firo is just, like, better
0: and we'll make Chukagian pay a little more on the feet, you know? Like, I think she hits harder. Uh, did we all go? Sorry, I got – Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to like Chukagian here. She's, like, one of my favorite fighters to bet on historically. I bet on her all the time. But, yeah, I just don't think this is the spot. Uh, wow, this is another really good fight. Benil Dariush coming back against Matez Gamrat. I This is just – an amazing fight at 155. Dariush coming off a bit of a layoff here. Gamrat coming off of a big controversial win over Armin. I personally think the line's about right. I, I thought it was going to come down on Dariush a little bit. It looked like it was going to for a while, and I was like, all right, if Gamrat gets within a certain range, I'll play it. But I, I think it's just going to be a stay away for me. I feel like is just a little bit better at than Dariush at his own game, and um, there, there are some question marks on the Dariush shot. He's coming off an injury. So I, again, I'm predicting Gamrat to win, but I'm not looking to lay the minus 190, minus 200. Uh, Kugabe, what do you have for this one?
2: Yeah,
4: pretty much the same. Um, if it was athletic parity or Darius definitely had 15 minutes in the tank, I would be all for him at this price. But his it's, it's current, his like recent wins have just been like um, it's been a lot of quick finishes and a lot of kind of people who have fallen off quite dramatically after we beat them like cdf's probably his only his only is his, his only like really pitch 15 minute fight and he's still like Wyatt lost the third round despite having strong positional domination um and he's another year older since he hasn't fought in like fifteen months and he had a major injury and that kind of stuff and it's just like he's only thirty three but he has the body and like vibes of a forty five year old it's the gray girl. hair i think yeah but he, he just he just doesn't move well he, he just looks awkward like he's got labrador hips um <laughs> He does. Cool, Gamrot. No, um, <laughs> Gamrot just sucks. But um, yeah, Gamrot should probably be like one and four in the UFC, like awful fighter. But like he probably just wins this off grit and grind. And that Sarukian decision was a fucking disgrace. But yeah, I don't know. Um, just probably takes this off cardio eventually. Probably I'd rather live that Gamrot than take him pre-fight. <laughs> but in the other hand, like Darius just keeps getting injured. And he's not. He's just not a great athlete. Yeah.
3: Uh, magic? Yeah, I'm. by the way, have you seen the Vinil interview where he said yes. he's a bad person?
0: Yeah, I did see that. I think you posted it, right? I was actually going to ask you about it. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. I
3: enjoy hurting people. I have to control myself all day to not beat people up, basically. Yeah. I'm like I'm a big fan of Benil. I, got, I said it once, like, if God exists, he's going to let Vinil be champion once. Just once. I don't think it's going to happen, but who knows? God works in mysterious ways. But I think the guy is on an all-time insane run, like high-rolling shit. I mean, he's a very good fighter, extremely good grappler, but his cardio suspect, his chin is bad, in my opinion, or questionable, at least. He's all over the place. He's extremely hitable. and You look at his wins, like, the Drew Dober fight, Meme Ward, he ends, he ends up getting a submission. Drakar Close, who I don't rank very highly, basically killed him, and then Vinil got the, I don't know, the power of Jesus Christ and killed him. That was insane. All time insane moment in the UFC. Everybody lost their minds. The Digofer, even this the, the Holtzman fight, like Holtzman was doing alright, defending the grappling and all that. And then Vinil again gets the power of Jesus Christ and goes full Steven Seagal and kills the guy. That in- insane again. The Ferreira fight. He hit him in the liver very hard, very early, so what can you take from there? And then he's he's tonified, he had like a minus one thousand path to victory and he got it. So yeah. I think Gamrot is a horrible style matchup for him. He's probably my biggest spot of the card. I think I honestly think Gamrot is going to beat him like a fucking drum. Like Darius is going to come forward and try to I don't know if he's going to try to grapple him on, or just go to Vietnam with him, but Gamrot is very awkward, very good counter puncher, his check hook is on point. He's younger, more athletic, faster, and he hits harder than people think. And also people need to fucking let go already of the Charukian fight. Like they made, the decision was very questionable, but they made the wrong bet. I think that's what what, what is killing them inside. Gamrod plus 200 was the side and people are still fucking salty. It's like, bro, let it go. Charukian is my boy. Unlucky, bro. Next time. Gamrot, gam, gamrot by knockout, in my opinion. But I would, I would, playing knockout just inside the distance because I don't know. He may, he may decide to roll a kimura or something. He's a fucking awkward fighter.
0: fighter. Uh, Tim, Gamrot or Darius? I'm.
1: I've had trouble. Like I taped it. Like I've had trouble kind of breaking it down. Like I, um, I think the wrestling. I kind of don't like. I've really liked Gamrot's defensive grappling. Like, I, I, I Dariush is a really good wrestler, but I don't think Dariush is going to be able to hold him down. And I think Gamrot probably has a tad bit wrestling upside just because of, like, yeah. the cardio advantage. But Dariush is really hard to hold down, too, you know? Um, so I kind of think that's going to cancel out to a degree, and then they'll strike a little bit. But I do think if someone gets grappling, going, you'll, you'll probably be Gamrot later in the fight. Um, on the feet... I feel like Dariush, like skill wise, can compete, but I like I do agree with Magic. Like Gamrott can crack like harder than people think. And he, he can he could hurt Dariush. Um, I feel like I don't know, like I'm not confident in Gamrod at this line, but I still I would favor him just because of like the youth and whatnot. This is a good fight. Like I I, I tend to think it's gonna be a competitive fight. Um, I do think Gamrock could just like kill him though, like like by a knockout. Yeah. Um but I, I respect both guys. Like I, I have nothing bad to say about either of their skills. I think they match
3: up well. I think it'll be a good fight. Yeah, I, I forgot to say that that thank you that guy, Moel Estares. I can I cannot read it well for reminding me. Like this is my entirely my plan. This is a win win situation. Beton that if Benil fights for the title and wins, Oliveira is a very winnable fight for him. Like no joke. And then I can say Alexander Hernandez is lightweight with champion of the world. Can you imagine? He smoked Darius so bad. Ugabe is still salty about that fight.
4: <laughs> that was one of the greatest flokes in UFC history. That was my like saying.
3: We... That looked like if Dila was actually good, he was moving like all over the place. Darius never saw it coming.
4: <laughs> I feel like he we saw alike every time we get together. <laughs> I liked how Hernandez opened the fight by faking the glove touch. And yeah, it, it, it's, one of, incredible. No, it,
0: it's one of my all-time favorite moments in,
3: in UFC <laughs> history. Like He fakes the touch glove, goes front kick, and Cormier goes like, Oh, this? Oh, Alexander Hernandez.
4: <laughs> Just horrible. Again, how do you do that to Darius? I have all the people to do that
2: to.
3: Art of war, baby. Deception.
4: It's Darius. He's a lovely man.
0: Sorry, I'm, I'm watching the Yankees as I'm doing this. So, um, Sean O'Malley versus Piotr Jan. Oh, we're, this is maybe going to be the most fun one to break down for the four of us because we're going to have some differing opinions. I bet O'Malley, I bet the over. I mean, Jan, pretty much a head striker. Sean O'Malley, great range. Great. Great distance. He's very hard to hit to the head. His striking defense is fantastic. Don't really think that Jan's going to be able to grapple him. He doesn't really look for it. And even if he does, it's really hard to close the distance against he Sean. He's kind of untested in the grappling in the UFC, but it seems like he has a pretty good grappling background. So I just think this is going to be a pretty competitive fight. I do slightly favor Jan. I'd probably make Jan like minus 200, which I guess the prices come all the way down. But I bet O'Malley at like plus 310. So, yeah, I'm picking Jan to win, but don't be surprised. This is a very close fight. I know people say Jan's a slow starter. I, I don't think O'Malley's a particularly fast starter himself. I just think this is going to be a methodical fight, which plays out probably in a relatively close decision where I do favor Jan. So I'm betting, Sean, I'm betting the over, and I think that's a great segue. Magic, your favorite fighter who lets you down in these biggest moments. Um, go ahead.
3: Can you pass it to someone else, please? I'm betting
0: something. Sure. Uh, Gugabe, what do you think?
4: Um, interesting fight. Like, if I hadn't seen Mali versus Munoz, where he looked very gun-shy and low output and just seemed a bit spooked, I'd probably be on Mali here. Just cause I feel like he's got a good chance winning the first round, but I can just kind of battle off because Jan spends five, seven minutes getting his shit together in a three-rounder, which is stupid. And Melly is fucking quick and dynamic and that kind of stuff. But like that Moonholz fight, just he just looked flat. Again, I'm, I'm, there was a particular dynamic which forced that. Like he was scared of the leg kicks. Moonholz refused to come into him and that kind of stuff. But like Yarn could also kind of do that. But on the other hand, you yeah, know, you argue if that does happen, to 50-50 round and that's good for plus 250. Um, yeah, um, unders also kind of interesting to me. But on the other hand, it's like Yarn will just take seven minutes to get shit together. So you only really got seven minutes worth of Yarn's finishing in there. Um, should be a competitive fight i think I think Mali takes the first round of the good clip, but the question's like yeah, that's the issue with yarn so like yarn it's hard for yarn to cover these massive prices. Fixing even like yarn and other fights like Rivera beat him um Aljo two dominant performances, a finish, and you yeah, know, unanimous decision um yeah it's. I, 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 and, and like your Jan's best sort of win slash performance, still probably is probably what Douglas Silva de Andrade. That's probably the one where he probably put it together the best.
3: i am like,
0: about to say Jan is actually bad.
4: <laughs> sorry,
0: I would say this, the the one I thought was good. And oh, Sandhagen, although
4: gave away two rounds for no apparent reason. Like the, oh, the, yeah, the, i know i know he did i know he like actually no, it was 49 46, wasn't it but from memory I, I remember thinking to sandhagen fight like obviously i would not have agreed with this decision but it was kind of like sandhagen clear one two and five 50 50 three and four clear yarn kind of a thing which always leaves open like that sort of backdoor gamrock kind of situation um but yeah he, he just he just he starts very slowly he doesn't he doesn't he Deal well with big, long-rangey kickers, which is the same thing that he's had the issue with Santag and then Aljamain only rounds. It's like, do you really uh, do you have the confidence in him getting minus four hundred if he's not going if he's going to take round one completely off? Like you've got to you've got to have him winning round two or round three at, like minus one thousand a pop to justify.
0: Uh, Tim, um, a few points here
1: and a five. Like, there, some people kind of think I hate Jan, but like I've grown to actually really, really like. I've grown to really respect him. I I would favor him over anyone in a five-round fight at Bantamweight. And, like, most people just pound for pound, too. Like, I I, I like him a lot. But I do think this is, like, an interesting matchup where he can get upset because it's three rounds. If this was five rounds, I think he would kind of – he would probably – it's more likely he would get grappling going in five rounds and just kind of, like, that and his pace could get going. But in three rounds, I think everyone knows it can take a little bit and he can maybe give away a round, which can make this close – I do think there's a chance that he could just maul him on the mat, though. Like, I I don't think, like, when he gets on top, he is very ruthless, Leon. And I'm, like, worried if if O'Malley gets put there. I've been really comfortable. Like, I've been betting O'Malley a lot. I've been talking, like, I've been betting him a ton. And I was very comfortable with the people he's been fighting that they couldn't. He's really hard to, like, get a hold of because he moves so well. And I was really confident no one could get him down, but, like, I'm, I'm a lot more scared here. But, like you said, if this ends up being a striking fight because Jan just doesn't go to the takedowns like an idiot, He O'Malley is really hard to hit to the head, and he is the best defensive uh, head strike metrics at bantamweight. I know he hasn't had some of the best competition compared to other guys, but he's still been fine. And how many head strikes do you think Munoz landed in that fight? Zero. Yep. And so... I don't think that fight's nearly as applicable because, like, I, I do think against leg kickers, it can kind of like nullify O'Malley. But Jan doesn't do that. Jan's gonna march forward and attack the head, and I think that will allow O'Malley to get his offense and just kind of evade. Now, I, I, I think Jan's gonna hit a lot of air on the feet. I think maybe, like, I do think he'll land, but I think he's gonna miss a lot too, and it can make the fight competitive. But like, I am really worried if Jan gets on top of him. that that would just not be good, you know? Um, So I think it's really just going to depend on, like, will Jan go to his grappling and, like, how does O'Malley's defensive grappling look? If it's a three-round striking fight, I think we're going to get a split decision. Um, In a five-rounder, I think Jan would eventually kind of get to him, you know? Um, But Magic, I I feel like I'm kind of in between, like, you guys and maybe, like, more Magic. I'm guessing Magic's just going to say this is going to be a mauling. I'm impressed. Yeah.
0: He hasn't, I'm impressed he's made it this whole time. <laughs> yeah, I just decided to
3: wait until all the square takes were completed. <laughs> I worked very hard bringing up this, this podcast for this kind of takes to take place here. Now this is unacceptable. Okay, I'm glad people in the, on the chat are not are not falling for the lies and the fallacies being being said here. Like, this, this is wild. The line is coming back for some reason this opened like minus 450 at most books not bet online because they are always first but most book most books were like minus 400 minus 450 and i was like okay i'm not going to parlay jan minus 450 but like what what the fuck are you all talking about this is the best pound for pound fighter in the sport against a guy that belongs in a circus and what is omadi upside he's not going to knock out jan what what like let's have a serious discussion. What do you what do you all think the percentage of O'Malley knocking out Jan I will go here.
1: I was gonna say that. I think the discrepancy of his money line to his decision line are insane because like Jan's the most durable guy in the sport, maybe. Or, or like I I feel like Jan's very, very durable. And Jan, right. uh, O'Malley's money line's like plus two whatever now, and his decisions like plus four or sixty. I like O'Malley' decision more because I agree. I don't. I don't think he'll knock out Jan. Like Jan has been tagged a couple times, but I don't think O'Malley is gonna knock
4: him out. Yeah, yeah that's sir.
1: terrible.
4: I think he's fine, but like, yeah, like, he, yeah, you know, he's definitely like a B plus champ. It's not like he's got the history of being Max Holloway or some shit, has he. Like, John he Dodson looks odd. super
3: durable to me. Like he's he sure has that, that super very impoverishedy kicking him. He he got he got a lot of dog in him. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah.
4: All right, yeah, because I, I just try to think like John Dodson heard him, didn't he?
3: Yeah, but he he got up like a fucking resort. You know, he, he went like, boom, up again. Sure. I, I feel like the fight's
1: game plan dependent. Like, if Jan goes after the legs and goes to wrestling, I think he can maul. But I, I feel like he's... Gugabe made a good point when we talked about this fight. Like, <laughs> Jan is maybe the best fighter in the sport, but he, like, is kind of an idiot. Or <laughs> he can just, like, give away a round, like... Like I feel like if he optimized his path to victories more, he could not, he could crush people more. Um, but he doesn't always do that.
3: Yeah. So yeah. as as I said, O'Malley's upside is a dubious split, low volume striking fight, probably like yeah. kind of fight. Yeah. And Jan, like six, I have been saying he's the best fighter in the sport for like two years. Then it got super popular. Every journalist was say, was saying this shit, and everybody was saying it. Suddenly. The second, I mean, he bit the shit out of Sterling the first time. The second, the second fight, Sterling maximizes his path to victory. What would Jan think, Jan? What would you think Jan would be in a in a, in a trilogy with Sterling? Minus two hundred at least.
0: Two
1: hundred, probably. Like
3: at least, probably minus three hundred. I,
1: I I personally put him around like minus three hundred in the rerun. Um. I
3: thought I thought he won the fight, but okay. Congratulations to every Sterling bettor. The line was probably about the right. Yeah. And I, I am not being really biased, I think. So now, and now Jan sucks or something, or he's going to drop a striking match to Sean O'Malley. Jan is the best boxer in the UFC. He's more durable. I get what you are saying and where people are coming from with O'Malley because yeah, he defends all right. He has fought an array of taxi drivers. He got killed by Chito Vera. He got basically killed by Andre Sockerbaum, who is an idiot and somehow lost a decision to O'Malley on one leg. O'Malley defends good, but he, I think he gets hit with leg kicks because I know Tim loves his analytics and his numbers. I think he defends leg kicks at a stupid low rate. Like He he gets hit like 67% of leg kicks. Am I right? Yeah, but Jan doesn't throw that. I, like, I agree
1: his leg kick defense isn't good, but Jan doesn't always do that. Like if, yeah, if, if, if you're telling me right now Jan goes out there and throws 70 leg kicks, I think he beats the shit out of O'Malley, but I don't think he will.
3: I think Jan is better everywhere at everything. I think if he decides to grapple him, he's going to maul him in a really bad way, like real bad. And even even boxing, I mean, I think people are just expecting a low, not a low, a slow start from Jan, like O'Malley getting a free round or something like that. I don't think it's going to happen. Jan hits the body too. He's he's a better boxer than O'Malley. And I think people are underestimating how bad O'Malley's defense is once you get into his range. You know what I mean? Like, his defense is his range, his length. He doesn't have real inside defense. And Jan is the best switcher hitter in the sport. Not a lot of people switch hit in MMA. He's going to get O'Malley on an exit, I think, and hurt him bad. I think he's going to beat the shit out of O'Malley, honestly. And I, I, I wasn't this convinced before, before watching tape, but Andrew is going to be a sad man on Saturday. Because Pijoder is coming back. And Sterling ordilla show is getting a nice whooping. So yeah, you are getting, as I see, you are getting the, the best fighter in the sport, in my opinion, maybe Volkanovski or whatever, a top three fighter in the sport against Sean O'Malley who only has one path to victory that is very dubious. This guy keeps saying, "Yeah, by submission." Bet365 has done one of the most stupid things I have ever seen in my life. They have no idea how to how to like line the round and method props. So every every round submission for every fighter in this fight is a hundred to one there i i have 100 on jan sub 2 and sub 3. i don't think it's going to hit but 100 to one i don't know that's stupid i'm not going to track it i have morals and values <laughs> but yeah 100 to one bro insane you can you can bet all three and get submission for jan plus 30 plus plus thirty-three hundred.
0: This is actually the perfect segue here. Speaking of morals and values, TJ Dillashaw is returning <laughs> to the octagon for a title fight with Aljamain Sterling. Uh, Magic, what do you think about this one?
3: Um, I'll I I hate Sterling. Yeah, that's my take. <laughs> Again, here. I hate him more than always. The middle, I think. I I don't think he's likable. No, I don't hate him. He quit against Jan. people. Have not come to terms with this. But yeah, he quit, fucking horrible. Actor Main Sterling. I think his upside here is getting back takes early. I don't know how I, I I keep I keep seeing people say that Sterling has very good cardio or anything. I think it's better than many people think, but I don't think it's great. I think he has pretty average cardio. And he can get leg kicked. On the feet dealer show is better. Sterling has a record in the UFC. He has he has landed, I think. 1,400 punches and he doesn't have a knockdown. So I think Dillashaw is going to be fine on the feed. And yeah, I think TJ is going to put it on him late real bad if Sterling doesn't submit him. I like Dillashaw as a dog.
0: Gabby, what do you think about this fight?
4: Um, Dillashaw rocks up his best. He's a fan favorite. Mishu is, he is 36, I think. Almost 37. He is bantam bantamweight. He has just come off a year off due to a major injury, after many years off due to injuries and steroids and yada yadda Um Yeah, I, I think that again, like if, this was, if I knew this was Dillashaw at his best, I would be on this hard. But like, I don't know. Um, well, I bet probably not going to be bad because Aljo's success probably going to be front loaded just because how Aljo fights. Um, it's quite possible we can get three or four minutes worth of data on how good Dillashaw is now. <laughs> And also a better or same price. Um, yeah, I think there's a good chance Dillashaw pulls out late. Um, like, yeah, Dillashaw's probably the best weight to ever do it. The best weight to ever do it when he's on. Like, I, I wish we got Dillashaw versus. Like, I, I hope Dillashaw is like close enough to prime that we get the on fight. Because I mean, I think Dillashaw versus prime, like a primeish Dillashaw versus a prime Yarn would be fucking incredible. And yeah, I like Aljo, but the five rounds is hard for him and. Delasho is hard to hold
3: down and we'll just put up fucking insane volume yeah I mean I I, I have to add that I bet uh, Sandagen against Show. I thought Sandagen won but that wasn't my proudest bet and I think Delasho fucking up his knee was a big factor like if he doesn't fuck up his knee he probably 50-45 Sandagen I, I kind of have that feeling you know what I mean w- we will never know about... uh,
0: Tim and newer and still I think it's.
1: Uh, I'm worried about Sterling here. Like I've, I've like always been um, a supporter of his, but I just feel like if he, if he doesn't get, if that back take isn't there, that back take sub or easy back takes, like this will get very interesting. You know, um, I will say like we've, met, have we ever because I, I broke it down this fight with Gugabe I and mean, like I don't recall anyone getting the back of TJ especially if yeah. someone of Sterling's caliber so
3: I, what's up? He scrambles really good he's a really good
1: scrambler yeah yeah, yeah Like I, I think it's like historical wrestling like I, I don't think Sterling can really just like hold them down but like if he get, he's gonna be really tough like he's a really good defensive grappler you know tj but i am worried like a back takes a little different like if you pop a body triangle in like you can get caught there um and so i don't know if tj has answers for that i think he can win the fight you know uh, like I, I think he's alive i do think i'm passing because I, I i'm kind of worried about the form of tj but i thought he looked good for sanhagen given he got hurt and even if he wouldn't have got hurt he like went to war in a striking fight with Sam Hagen, which is, like, not easy to do. Like, most people can't do that in this division. Um, like, Sam Hagen's a good striker over the course of five rounds. Um, I I think TJ live might be better because I do think if Sterling – I do think Sterling has a path to just get that body triangle and sub him, and so you avoid that if it happens, you know, by waiting live. And I do think if TJ's like winning, I think he's going to start winning more later. Like he he started winning the later rounds against Sandhagen. Like even like hurt, like he started like having a yeah. lot of success. And, and I do agree, um, Aljo. We've seen him slow down before. He was slowing down in the Yan fight in the second one as well. Um, this is interesting. It's a really interesting fight. I do think TJ's live for the upset. Um, Aljo still is really hard to land on. Like. TJ's not Peter Yan still. Like even in his prime, like I, I think Peter Yan is like a little harder to deal with with his pressure. Um, this is really interesting. I'm like really, really intrigued. I'm torn on the fight. I could see it going a wide variety of ways. I think that if, if it's going to be about the back takes of Sterling, if they're not there, he's probably not going to justify his line. If he can easily do it, then sure. But I, I don't want to like be betting on him just getting that early sub because uh, if he doesn't, I'm a little scared. What, what do you think, Andrew?
0: Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. It's a wide variance fight for me because you don't really know what you're getting from TJ. I mean, he came off of a long layoff, fought one fight, then got injured again. So now he's on another year layoff. And that age as a, as a bantamweight doesn't typically fare well. But like you guys pointed out, if – um, if TJ Dillashaw is in his prime form here, this line can't be right. So it, it's really a difficult fight for me to call. I would like to see a good live spot if Aljo wins the first two rounds, maybe like a big number on TJ to get the last three. I don't know if it'll be there, but I, I'm fine passing. I think it more likely than not goes to decision. I think the finishing upside is on an Aljo back take if he could get the neck. But I do think that um, Aljo a deserved favorite. And one thing I wanted to point out about Sterling's cardio, I think the reason why he's run into some issues in the past is because he ha- he fights it at such a pace. He puts a pace on people. He throws a lot of volume. So I think that does have something to do with it. And so even if he does get a little bit gassed towards the end here, I think it might be a result of him landing a lot of shots or out-wrestling TJ early. So that's why I just think it's going to be a close fight where I slightly lean I, out, though. So. Don't,
3: don't you all think, like, TJ can grapple fuck him? Because I strongly suspect TJ <laughs> yeah, can yeah, grapple fuck him. I think that's possible at least spot takedowns not, not, not just lay on top but keep making him roll shooting, shooting, shooting like get him into an old good wrestling fight high pace and fucking melt him I think that's a life scenario I just don't know what TJ we are getting but he looks like I have seen photos of him and he's 36 he's, I think he's in this spot where he's like it's now or never if I piss hot, fuck it like he looks used to the fucking gills
1: yeah, like Sterling defends takedowns at 41%. I don't think TJ can do much with the takedowns, but if he yeah, like, took him down and threw him down. Yeah,
3: yeah that's my point. Like, the first round yeah, fight, yeah. young was fucking balling him.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was picking him up and slamming. Like, he could do kind of. And then, like, if Sterling's laying in his guard, I could see TJ kicking his leg, stuff like that. I don't think TJ will, like, go down there and do anything from a submission grappling perspective, but, like, a spot takedown, kicking him while he's, like, Laying there on his back, trying to invite him the newest guard. I do think that could happen, and like, but I don't know what's going to happen. It's a really hard fight. It's I, I, that and the Gamrat dariush fight. I was having so much trouble, like imagining how they could how it could play out. Like I don't know.
0: Yeah, this, this is an, one of many exciting fights on this card that I think could go either way. Uh, speaking of which, we're at the main event finally. Before we dive into it, we're this is gonna be a heated battle here. Uh, like and subscribe, guys! 182 live viewers right now. Let's make this our most liked video ever. Tim and Gabe, we always appreciate you guys coming on. Have a fun <laughs> time doing this. Ready for the main event, uh, Tim? I'll pass it to you first. Is on Makachev taking on Charles Oliveira?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching uh, Magic Speed this week that he's gonna be on Oliveira, but. I, um, my only bet that I've made so far is on Makachev. Like, and I'm a pretty selective better, and I I think Makachev is gonna, um, I think he's gonna cook him on the mat. Um, I,
2: I, 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 and
1: I I just want to say, like, I picked Oliveira in his lap, like, underdog. I picked him versus Ferguson. I, I, like, and I bet him on some of these. Like, I picked him on this run. Like, I've been an Oliveira supporter, but one thing I want to point out is, Makachev was minus 400 before the Gaethje, uh Oliver fight, and <laughs> then Olivera subs Key. I know he like hurt him first, but he, he does that, and then this jumps down all the way to like minus 160 at one point, which makes no sense. Gaethje's the worst that, grappler. That was like and, a
3: future, right? Like, yeah, that was, was a like a better online a future. future, not an open
1: line. Yeah, so like there's less liquidity, so it can move more. I agree, but like I'm just saying, Gaethje... I think we could all agree he's the worst submission grappler in the top fifteen by a mile. Like, like many
3: weight class. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like seriously, it's bad. Um, but I just feel like Islam, like Oliveira only has two guard submissions in his in the Uf, in the UFC, like against Elkins and then someone who I I barely even know early in his career. And I do think he's dangerous on his transitional chokes, but Islam's a lot of like his neck's not always out there. It's a lot of, like, upper-body tie-up throws, so I I think it's going to be less likely. And I just feel like Islam getting subbed is going to be really tough. And so I I think Oliveira winning a decision would be shocking. I just don't see how he wins minutes here. And so I think he has to KO him, and I'm willing to bet that doesn't happen at this line. And, like, could it happen? Sure. Islam was knocked out by Adriano Martins, but he's improved a lot, and he's literally, like, barely even lost seconds in a fight
2: since um
1: and i just i just feel like islam's going to take him down and i think there will be early stifling subs he'll have to deal with but eventually i think he's just going to get him and, and i think um i don't really care if he wins by decision or a submission but i think he'll probably actually sub him on the mat and i do want to say and i might get like shit for this and i'm the only one i, I haven't heard anyone say this I do think Islam hurting Charles coming in with striking is very possible Like I think Charles is like the the more he has more tools, he throws like elbows knees and everything but Islam's an underrated striker and Charles like comes in really aggressively and gets hurt all the time, like I I, I do feel like Islam could hurt him and that wouldn't be like a complete fluke Um, but and also like Oliveira going down, getting hurt wouldn't be good versus Islam like he can get away with that against Gaethje and stuff but like Islam will jump on him and I he defends takedowns at like 50 percent I think Islam can get takedowns whenever he wants which also makes me think the s- knockout is less alive because Islam can bail himself out if he feels scared but I don't know like I, I'm just repeating myself at, at, at this point and yeah I think Islam's gonna I think Islam's gonna tear him up personally and you guys can uh yeah give yours
2: now
0: yeah, I, I think you nailed it. I'm on Islam here as well. I got minus 150 or something like that. I think minus 250 is probably about right. You can even make a case for 300. I think all of the minute winning will be done on the Makachev side. On the feet, I don't think it'll play out there long, but I do think Makachev is like much more defensively responsible. Charles kind of charges forward. He got hit by Gaethje hard. He got hit by Poirier hard. He, get, he gets dropped in a lot of fights. He could hurt Islam on the feet. Islam could hurt him, but I do trust Islam's defense more. I don't think the striking is going to be the story of this fight. I think Islam's going to shoot on Charles, and what happens after that is probably going to be the story of this fight. I like Islam in this spot because I think his positional grappling is so strong and so sound. Like, Oliveira, the majority of his subs don't come from his back. Like, I don't know. I I feel like it's just – it would surprise – it's not impossible, but it would surprise me if Oliveira submits Islam off of his back – I think the more realistic scenario would be if he either hurts him on the feet or maybe like it's a, a reversal or it takes his back in a scramble. I just don't like it again, it can happen. It's a fight. It's a if it played out ten thousand times, like I'm sure that would happen a decent amount. I just think Islam has to be at the minimum like seventy five percent here. So I'm on Islam. Um, if Charles wins, God bless him. But Gugabe, what do you think about this one?
2: Um
4: I think Makaev's definitely the. Oh, I think definitely the favorite. Um, I I just think his process works a bit better. Oliveira's kind of an idiot. Um, it's been a while since Oliveira's quit, embarrassingly, but it's probably coming. Like, you know, he watched the Swanson fight and the Holloway fight, and that's how easily he's gone down in the past. You're always kind of like, any moment that could always come back again. Um, on the other hand, it's just like Oliveira is fucking is chaos personified. I think he's like. Yeah, his floor was, like, 25%, 30% against pretty much anybody just because of how he fights. Like, he is stupid dangerous everywhere. Um, yeah, but I just think, Mac- I trust Mike cardio. I think he's got, he's more likely to do sensible shit. Oliveira's just as likely to throw himself out of position as, to get, as he is to find something cool. First round knockout's possible. And again, Oliveira's on a lot of steroids. So, you know, that physical transformation has been, it, it's absurd. Like, again, he was, like, a kind of, like, he, he struggled to make featherweight, but he was like a skinny featherweight. And now he's just fucking Yeah,
3: he's he's Ronnie Coleman.
4: Yeah. He's yeah. just he's like thick, full muscle. Yeah. Like his pectorals are just like he didn't have pecs three years ago. Now he just has like fuck just massive, just thick Yeah. Um yeah, so I I lay in Islam, but again, I no, Charles would definitely pull it off. I'm I'm pretty whatever on the fight.
0: Uh, magic, it, you've made it no secret that you're on Charles Oliveira here. Uh, tell us why.
3: I mean, the champion has a name, <laughs>
4: like, he's not the champion.
3: Bro, I... no. this is the entire narrative. Everybody knows he's the champion,
4: Darius okay. is the champion.
3: Then, Alexander Hernandez is the champion by extension. So, be careful <laughs> what do you wish for.
4: <laughs> if Oliveira is champion, half the fucking division is champion by extension. <laughs>
2: I mean, That's good. That's
4: Frankie Edgar actually it gives Frankie Edgar a bit more of a boost. We all we all love Frankie Edgar.
3: Don't count out Frankie. He he got a couple more runs in him, I think. He's like, I'm going to retire, but he'll give it like a mo- a, a couple more months and then he's like, I think I, I've got another title run in him in me. Give me Peter Jan at one thirty five Dana. <laughs> For Edgar's sure. This is one hundred percent going to happen.
4: Edgar's going back lightweight and he's betting Gregor Gillespie. Yeah, probably not.
3: I mean, maybe a hot take, but if Mahachev didn't train with Nurmagomedov, Oliveira would be minus 200 here. I love this
0: exchange.
3: Don't you think? This is an insane take. Like, this, this probably took a lot of mathematics. Is that an
4: open question? I, I'm, I, um, yeah, but like, the, the Russian bias is just a thing.
3: Like, don't you think Oliveira would be the favorite if Mahachev didn't, like, ride all the Habib? Like, people are saying this guy is the new Habib. Habib was much better than this guy. And I, I really like Mahachev a lot. Habib was a fucking weirdo. He, he was super strong, a much better passer. I have seen people say Mahachev is a better passer. Like, no. <laughs> Big no. Like, Habib was a much, much better passer. Habib went through guards like butter. Mahatjev was having serious issues passing Drew Dober's guard. I think I could pass Dober once on a good day. Just once, maybe. I mean, I don't get it. I'm pretty sure. People are acting like Islam is going to smoke him. That's not going to happen. If Islam wins, it's going to be a long grind that probably develops into a late submission or something. And I'm hitting with Islam. I have a small shot at Islam round 4, Islam round 5, Islam round uh, sub 4, sub 5. And if, that, if one of those hit, it's profit for me on the fight. But I'm betting Oliveira fairly big. Honestly, I think he's going to smoke him. Like, if someone smokes someone, it's going to be Oliveira. Like, for sure. I think he's going to come out like a math dog. The striking is not competitive. Mahachev has always been... Out striking people that are fucking terrified of him shooting a takedown, and from these times, he's like cardio kickboxing. When he, when has he just like walked someone down with a jab or actually hurt someone? Has never happened. I'm getting some echo team, I think it's true. Sorry, it's uh, the striking is not competitive, and for me, the biggest issue Mahachev is going to get here is like, how is he going to, I mean. You both are betting Mahachev, expecting him to get takedowns. How is he going to do it? Like, shooting single-legs from very far or from the clinch? Because I think he's going to get fucking butcher in the clinch.
1: I, yeah, I think he'll get over in the clinch. Like, I I think he's a lot stronger in the clinch than some of the other guys Oliver's been wrapping up. Like, Ian, I think he can just shoot, like, shots. Like, I I mean, Kevin Lee was getting, um, he was tired getting and hurt getting down, um, Oh, okay. I'll I'll get to that point. That, that, I'm just saying, like that's the fight that made me think Islam was easy money. Like Kevin Lee was tired and hurt, and he was getting takedowns in round three. Islam isn't going to do that. He'll make him pay on the mat a lot more. Like I I, I do hear what you're saying. Where there will be more freedom for Oliveira because he won't mind getting taken down. So on the feet, he can present a lot more danger than all the other guys who were like petrified of Islam. But I still think. Islam's going to land takedowns whenever the fuck he wants here. And I think he's just... I, I, I'm i a lot higher on him than you, though. You know, because I do think he's comparable to Khabib, where, like, a lot of people don't. I, I do think he's a better passer. Um, like, I mean, Khabib was having trouble submitting Michael Johnson on the mat. You know, I, I don't think Islam would have had trouble doing that. Um, but,
2: yeah, like, I, I just think Islam is just going to
1: get takedowns when he wants. I think he's just going to beat him up on the mat. Just positionally just eventually
3: wear down what thoughts are you willing to give me on Oliveira inside two minutes
1: like what line
3: yeah I know you are a big bowler. let's play
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like what is could you get any what's like what is it on books right now
4: Oliveira round ones plus 500 so, I to be like plus nine hundred, plus eight hundred, something but like this. That.
3: This guy is a worse rubber than this fucking Italian. What do you mean nine hundred? It has to be much higher.
0: That's what I I offered you. What seven fifty?
3: Yeah, but you are like a fucking robber.
1: I mean, I don't know. Just like bet it somewhere if you can find it. Like, sure. Like, I, I do think it's his path to victory, but I still think it's going to be really hard for him to pull off. Like, it, islam just doesn't get hit, and he doesn't. He, he has he has a takedowns to get him out of trouble. I,
3: I think Islam is going to lose the clinch. What's up? I think Islam is going to lose in the clinch. He
1: could get hit with a shot, but I don't think, like, from a grappling perspective, to lose in the clinch. I do think he could, like... I do think that's something, like, Charles could hit him with, but...
0: I
2: don't know. He,
3: like, if... It's not like he gets the clinch and he dominates people. He does it, technically and physically, with it's extended exchanges on the clinch, and he eventually finds a trip, but he gets reverse, reversed a lot of the time, like... He, goes, he was going for... Ex- we cannot see shit. Under, under half a round
0: is only plus 450 on DraftKings.
3: Yeah, but that's for both.
0: I know. So, like... that's a pretty I mean, it's for
3: Oliveira for, because Mahachev is not going to finish shit in half a round.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I thought me offering you 700 was generous, but sounds like Tim's offering 800 and
3: 900. Andrew, I'm trying to be technical here. This has to look like a legit podcast. <laughs> I, was, I was saying that Moises was going like 50 50 a lot of the time with Mahachev in the clinch. Like he even reversed him a couple times against the fence. And Moises is a fucking midget. For those who are not aware, there is this Spanish fighter, Joel Alvarez, who cannot defend a takedown that fucking murdered Moises with this. Islam took four rounds to do that. And it was like a choke, like soft, weak, not, not an assassination.
1: Yeah, but how, how did Saruqian do versus Islam and Joel Alvarez? <laughs>
3: you know, no, that was <laughs> completely irrelevant. I, I just wanted to... I I, yeah, to I, I played Saruqian and then I also played Islam
1: versus Saruki, and So, I've, yeah, but I don't know. Charles is dangerous. He's like one of the only guys who I think could finish Islam. He, but he I, has the best
3: clinch right now in the UFC. Charles he's Reveille. Strong. He's strong there. He's a fucking murderer. He's going to be getting him with knees. Every time they clinch, the knees are going to be there. I think that Charles, all I, I think some people that actually make serious written breakdowns from the press and everything are going to be on this. He goes all the time for the tight clinch and hitting on the exit, elbows or the, or, or the right uh, down the pipe, or he goes for the neck when people dip. And Mahachev does that all the fucking time. He has very bad habits with his head. Every time we have seen Mahachev face a grappler, he's fucking careless what he does with his neck. Like, he, give, he gave his neck to Nick Lynch to out-wrestle him, like, 200 times. Chris Wade almost choked him out. People may have forgotten, but that happened. Chris Wade has Mahachev on all sorts of trouble in a guillotine. And another thing that I don't get is why is everybody pretending that Oliveira cannot take Mahachev down?
0: That would surprise Mo- me.
3: Moises took him down with a double leg against the fence. He did.
1: It's possible, but I still think Islam's like going to be really hard to take down. I also if, think Islam will be
3: shooting before him. He's been taken down two times in the UFC. Once against Charukian and once against Moises. Both times he gave up his back to get up horribly. Both times he got his back attacked. They fell off, but they are not... The champion has a name, bro. He only needs to be right once. Once. Mahachev <laughs> needs to be right maybe 20 minutes. I don't get it. Like I bet Kevin Lee against Oliveira... Kevin Lee, in my opinion, one of the most crushing top games ever in the UFC in his prime. Top three, probably. I thought he, w- he would pass, mount, and destroy Oliveira. And Charles surprised me. That was like the fight where everything clicked for Charles, I, I think. And he's very good on bottom. He can survive on bottom, even if, we- if Lang gets takedowns in the early rounds. Every round starts, o- starts on the feet. I think you are all going to be very surprised on Saturday. Just needs to be right once. And also Oliveira is fucking chin- or Not Oliveira. Uh, Mahachev is fucking chinny. W- why is nobody talking about this? He got killed by Adriano Martins. Okay, that was an insane counter. One Never time. gets hit, but David Ramos knocked him down with a jab. It didn't count, but that happened. I saw it with my eyes. He went like, pump, and his but, knee went to the floor.
1: I would say Charles is chinny. Charles gets hurt all the time. He's been knocked out. Like, he's, he's not chinny. He's like rabbit chinny. You Tell know what I mean? Him. I mean, like, I do agree Islam hasn't been hit enough to, like, to really know. But that's good that he's not getting hit. Like, Charles gets fucking flatline, like, all the time, you know? I, and so I,
3: yeah, but by Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje, not Islam Mahachev, who hits like an inbreak.
1: Makachev hits harder than I think people think. I don't think so. I, like, he's hurt some people. And, like, I don't know, he's accurate. Like, I feel like he's... His hand, like, his straight punches are pretty good. They're, it's underrated. <laughs> right. but like, I'm not betting him for his striking. Mahatshev
3: is going to be guy shooting guy. for his life. Like, he's not striking
2: here, team.
1: It's a great fight, though. Like, I, I do think, like, Charles is very dangerous. Like, shit could happen here, but Islam's really fucking good, man. I don't know
0: we are beating a dead horse here. Let's yeah. yeah, yeah. To, to be somewhere. honest, I think I Oliveira
3: doesn't, doesn't even need to get a takedown. He's become the greatest of all time at, do, at, at doing this Oliveira move where he gets you in a clinch and somehow dips his head and he's in, he's on your back instantly. I think somebody at ringside, at ringside will die from shock. Like all the shakes, having cardiac arrests and everything. Oliveira inside two minutes, my hot take. He's going to come out cold. Like, make him panic, hit him down the pipe with the right, and that's going to be the fight. Submission or follow-up. We're going to get Volkanovski
1: as one anyway when Charles his weight. says okay
3: I think people expect Volkanovski to win that fight. Like, it's a shorter line. I haven't even thought about it. I, I saw this guy that is not very good at MMA. His name is Brian Ortega, take down Volkanovski. <laughs> I don't know how people expect that to go.
0: Um... All right, ready for Lambo parlays. I've cooked up a very nice one over here. Carol Rosa inside the distance. Makayev inside the distance. Dobson decision. Zubaira money line. And O'Malley fight goes the distance. One hundred to win. Eleven point two k. I mean, that should be minus two hundred. Whoever wants to go next, feel free. But I I, I, I,
3: made I. I don't even need to look. I have a lot, but I really like this one. It doesn't even have Oliveira because that is that doesn't count for a parlay. It's not even crazy or anything. It's like a lock. I cannot put it in a parley. Okay, Jan Gamrot, Oliveira, those cannot go in the parley. I have this guy that is fighting Abu Bakr, uh, Omar Gatsiev. Yeah, Omar Gatsiev inside the distance, Krylov inside the distance, and AJ Dobson by grinding decision. Those three, 200 to win 20k.
4: um I of ko Boralio <laughs> submission and yano mali inside distance um so one dollar to win 66. i all right I, I, I didn't
1: do the math here but i'll just say some some that i like i like Oma, o'malley decision plus 460. i just i think that's live. um and then Makachev KO plus four hundred. I think that's live. Um And I, I, but I'm just betting. <laughs> so I'm, Magic, it's, Magic it's going to be know. sad when
3: when this parlay like, <laughs> when this 4 like, goes zero four six. It's going to be very sad for team. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I don't know. At, at least if I do lose this, it will be very entertaining. Magic just tweeting up me all Saturday night, I, but. I, I, uh, I but like from a betting perspective, I like Islam. Islam's like that's he's my knight, so
3: hopefully he wins. I think uh, a submission is much more likely for Islam than a knockout. Agreed. But pe- but people saw Islam just beat on Bobby Green, who is a fucking chump. <laughs> people think he's good, and Islam just mounted him. He rode it like a hoe. And have you seen like the inside video of that? Normal. Um, uh, Habib was on the corner saying choke him out, choke him out, and Islam was like, why, why would I choke him out? I can't just slap him until, until Herb Dean saves him. It was ridiculous. People, people are acting like this never happened, but I remember. Everybody met Bobby Green and what is worse told people it was value.
0: Ah, man. Um, oh, he... What happened? Sorry. Um I I would like to watch this baseball game, so if anyone has any questions, drop
4: <laughs> them. Go ahead. The people watch baseball unironically. I've I've just I don't understand. I, I, it's I boring, baseball, right? Dude. I've
3: never looked I I've, I've never watched baseball. It looks boring as fuck. You agree with me, right?
4: Like he's, he's Spanish, he's, he watches soccer. It's like yeah, yeah. not
3: even anymore. I just watch fighting, whatever type. I would watch like a alligator fighting, whatever. And the NFL, that's like my main watching schedule. NFL and fights.
0: The Jets are nasty this year,
4: dude. Yeah, Zach Wilson,
3: Zach Wilson has that dog in him.
4: He's got that dog in him, that's right. The Bengals are going back to shit. Very sad.
3: They, they were always shit.
4: How dare you? That was... Oh, God,
0: he wants us to debate again for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Bengals shit on no, him.
3: Who, who's asking this question?
0: Like, it's obviously the second Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, Brees. That guy, that, that guy is good. Yeah, he is.
3: Also, everyone should play the Jaguars this week. I'm going to do it like roulette style until they win. Doubling <laughs> up, doubling <laughs> up, doubling up. Down. The Jaguars are going to win a game at some point. They are good. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, it's going to happen.
0: Martingale um tim and gugabe thanks for coming uh tell us where to follow you on twitter find your podcast etc
1: um yeah my twitter at tim z timmy z i think gugabe you're at gugabe with a d at the end and then we have a podcast we just brought it back you just type in like tim and gugabe on youtube and it'll come up
4: so yeah it's like this but a bit less a bit more professionalism it's good (laughs) No, nah, it's always good to be on. Um, yeah. Like um, Andrew, you're great. Magic, you're unique. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
0: love, you love me. Come on. Pretty crazy. We're doing this from three different countries and four different time zones right now. Yeah, yeah. it's it's two forty five a. m. here. Yeah, shit. Um, well, all right. On that note, thank you guys for joining. Uh, we'll be back next week. The champion has a name. Yep. The champion has a name. His name is... Brasil
3: Campeão do Mundo.
0: Take care.